of Regina's War on Competence, the dedicated staff of the Queen City Improvement Bureau, file improvements, and look for a way to escape the basement. These are their stories. Meeting starting. Meeting is starting. Sorry. Sorry. Well, now the meeting's over. Is it? Did I miss it already? already. Well, let's let's start another meeting now. Okay, good. Yeah, we're hey. good. Because if I don't do a meeting today, it's been so long. Exactly. I've been doing a little executive time. <laughs> I hear that. Two weeks worth of executive that. time. I don't know what I'm hearing, but I hear it. I've been tweeting at you for two weeks. <laughs> Weird. Okay. That Aiden Morgan. Sad. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Uh, but I want to do attendance. Okay. Because I'm not officially here right. until we've done that. That's true. I didn't even know who I was talking to, so let's do that attendance. Get us get us a whole bowl full of attendance. Um, first off, uh, we have uh, Hoopy Candel. Hoopy nope. Candel. Nope. Nobody's, nobody's throwing up their hand. Nobody oh. is shouting here. Who could forget Hoopy Candel? I have, clearly. Really? He was mm-hmm. the inventor of the uh, the Candlematic 2000. The what? When the night comes in, dispel the dark with the Candlematic 2000, made with a special cylinder of inflammable material surrounding an absorbent thread. What is yeah. this? His approach to lighting rooms took his own household by storm until somebody pointed out that, of course... You know, the, the design had already been taken. Okay. Uh, he spent uh, several years trying to sue uh, tea lights uh, unsuccessfully. Oh, yeah? And uh, then came up with an app. He's now in Silicon Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. What does his app do? It's the eye candle. Oh, Yeah. really? Yeah, it's like a candle, but for the phone. Neat. Yeah, there's an in-app purchase. It's called, like, a light. <laughs> Great. So he's going to come here and teach us about monetizing... Light. Apps, light. Yes, monetizing the light. That's that's the thing. I think it's good. I think it's a. Great I think it's going to go over because there's tons of it. Not down uh, here. Uh, actually, um, you know what? I think I've made a mistake here. Uh, I've messed up the letters and the name. It's not Hoopy Candel. It's Paul Deschen. That's actually me. Oh, yeah. Okay, hi. You are here. Okay. I am present. I thought you were Paul Deschen, but I didn't want to presume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get it. Thought maybe you were Hoopy. Um, Okay, and next up we have Moina Darga. Moina Darga? She's the hard-hitting host of the Darga. Moina! No, no, nobody here. Oh, well, maybe she was also on the lifestyle show Living Larja with Moina Darja? No? No? Oh. No, I don't remember. What a, the travel show from Fargo to Key Largo with Moina Darjo. You know, I remember that, but I don't remember Moina Darjo in it. Yeah, that didn't work for very well because yeah. um, she didn't have the budget to travel. And so she started a music show. Uh, it was like half hour, like in the afternoon. Okay. Spinning wax with Moina Dargax. <laughs> didn't really make... At that point, like, they kind of... It, it just... They just kind of said, Moina, you, your show <laughs> titles are really bad. You, yeah. You know. So... Um, I, I thought maybe she could be on the Queen City Improvement That's great. I, I support that. Yeah. I think this is great. I'm looking forward to talking to her, but I don't see her here. Oh, yeah, this is a little awkward. Um, you know, and I, I kind of, you know, kind of badmouth Moina there. And she's not even on the show. I mixed up the letters in her name. 
Aiden Morgan. That's you. And you're here. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's all fallen into place. Yeah. Excellent. Um, this, is our, this is our meeting then. This is our, our meeting. And this is our first meeting, the January 11th meeting oh, of nice. 2018. It's a whole new year. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm that, I'm that kind of guy. Okay. Okay. Um, I, should, I should note uh, that today is a very special day. January 11th. Well, every day is special. But okay. You know, you probably are thinking, oh, yeah, of course it is. It's the uh, birthday of Mascarita Sagrada. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the mini Mexican Lucador. <laughs> Translation, little sacred mask. He was born January 11th, 1965. Nice. People have yeah. called me that, too. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could see you being a Lucador. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's his birthday. But that isn't the only thing that's important about today. Oh, what what else could be? You know what? I have a recording. Somebody did a a little kid did a project. A typical eleven year old girl did a project about why today is important. These typical eleven year old girls are just right. doing projects. I'm gonna play it right now. Okay. On this day in eighteen fifteen, Canada's most famous drunkard, Sir John A. Macdonald, was born in Scotland. As a young man, Sir John A. Macdonald worked drunkenly as a lawyer in the province of Upper Canada. Later, he distinguished himself by drinking staggering quantities of alcohol while also holding down a position in the government of the Canadian colony. He was also famous for consuming tremendous amounts of gin while participating in the Confederation of Canada. Sir John A. Macdonald's consumption of alcohol only grew more impressive while he was leading Canada's young governments. They say that sometimes while Parliament was in session, he would be so drunk that he would vomit onto the floor of the House of Commons, then return to the debate. Perhaps he's vomited into the very carpet upon which our current Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, now stands. In recognition of his prodigious drinking skills, Sir John A. Macdonald was honoured with a knighthood on the first Canada Day in 1867. Whether he remembered the ceremony or not, is a subject of some academic debate. So, happy birthday, Sir John A. Macdonald, Canada's what most famous you? drunkard. What age what are you? What age? What age? What age? What age? Okay. What age happy birthday to you. Happy, birthday to you. Happy, happy, happy birthday, Sir John A. Macdonald. And to listener, Stephen. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy. All right. Here we go. It is Sir John A. Macdonald's birthday today. Somebody's going to stop these 11-year-old girls with their projects. I agree. Yes, this has to stop. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, okay, so we've got a big, long agenda ahead of us today. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. And I think we have... Who, who guest types these things up coming anyway? in? Um, I don't know. Uh, people may have noticed if they've been walking around the downtown that uh, there have been a, a large number of ravens around I, the Queen. Excuse have, me, the Queen City. Have, have you noticed? I haven't seen them because, of course, I, but they don't let me out of here. But I have heard them. Yeah. 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 Well, um, people have been asking. What's going on? What is going on with all these ravens downtown? This can't be a, a good sign. Typically, ravens are not. Could be an omen. Oh, Queen City Improvement Bureau. Can you find out? Can you dig deep? Can you find out what is going on 
with all the ravens. We were inundated with calls. We were. Yeah. And fortunately today, in the Queen City Improvement Bureau office, we have um, we have the Raven Queen. Ah! <laughs> hey, Raven Queen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I note that you've you've brought some of your friends with you. I have, of course. My subjects are loyal and multiple, 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 many. Yeah. They're legion. Multiple. They're legion. Are they ravens as well as legion? Yes, they are okay. a legion of ravens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Having some trouble with my human lips right now. Mm. So. Fair, fair. Uh, one of the big questions that keeps coming up. And people keep challenging me personally on, and I'm, I'm sure Aiden's been challenged on this as well, oh, is probably. they're not ravens, they're crows, you idiot. Can you can you clear that up for us, please? Yes, that's wrong. They're ravens. Okay. Yes. And you would know because I, you're the they raven They are my queen. subjects and my people. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And of course, crows fly south for the winter, and they, they wouldn't be caught near your people. They, they leave. They yeah. are um, soft. They uh, can't handle the, the beautiful climate that we have. And frankly, they're terrified of shadows. You might not know that about crows. I didn't know that. Do they, do they come from, like, scattle countries? Uh, crows can be found everywhere where there is misery. Oh, oh nice. But ravens? Ravens, in fact, our people are uh, found in every country of the world, in every corner of the world, because we are a higher life form. And um, we have, throughout the course of history, played a, a fairly integral role in, in mankind as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's really nice to know. that you, and You've done all that, and you're here with us. In we've the done City. all that in spite of you. Oh. Right, yes. In spite of us humans or us Reginans? Uh, the distinction is unimportant. Raven. But, but, what, but what have you done in spite of us lately? <laughs> well, we left that horrible old stadium. Right. Yes. The, You're yeah. welcome. Yes. yes. Well, did, um, you, did you? Were you? Were you instrumental in bringing that thing down? Because it fell over like Johnny McDonald. It's strange you should ask that. Had the had the people who took down that stadium actually consulted any of my people? It would have been a grand event. But as it was, it was a John A. McDonald event. Ah, yeah. fair enough. Anticlimactic. It was very uh, yeah, anticlimactic. The crows would have loved it. Yeah. They're not very imaginative. That's right. No, and the grackles would have just... Oh, don't get me started on grackles. I, I won't. Um, so, that will, you, you then were okay... Because that would have been like a roosting place for a lot of ravens in the city. You were, you guys were okay with that getting torn down? Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. It was a horrible old stadium. Um, it was it was difficult to find a place to poop. Oh, fair. You know, that, that was acceptable to the people. Let alone the ravens. They, they like to shoot at you. They, sh they shoot things. They throw things at you. Wow. They take their French fries right out of your beak, if you can imagine that. Jeez. So uh, for us to leave, and, and ravens, uh, again, you might not know this uh, living underground, ravens <laughs> are extremely versatile. We're omnivorous, um, we're very clever, and we are legion. And you pay taxes like the rest of the people. Oh, so. we, taxes are beneath us. Indeed. Wait a, wait a moment. Mm. All right, well, we'll, we're going to have to send a report to the sixth floor about this one. Yeah. yeah. 
tax dodging ravens. Tax. Well, there's no tax dodging involved. <laughs> We're simply exempt. <laughs> oh, so you're grandfathered in. Grand Raven. Grand Raven. Oh, of course. Grand Corbids. Grand Corbided. <laughs> What's, um, so you, you left the old Taylor Field uh, and now, now you're, can I call them minions or well, you can, subjects? But that would be wrong. Okay. Uh, they're my children. They're my subjects. Okay. Uh, they're my, they're my Corvids. Okay, uh, they've all seemed to have moved downtown. There, um, there are, there are groups of ravens on City Hall. Rooks. We've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some on uh, Sask Hotel on the Sask Power, mm-hmm. Sask Power <laughs> buildings. Indeed, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, what's going on? Why? Why would you? Why would your people invade uh, our downtown like this? Oh well, it's not. It's not invasion at all. It's beautification. Oh, and okay. uh, again, living underground, you might not know this, but there are ley lines, oh. and and ravens tend to congregate where the powers of the universe are strongest, and we are gathering our strength, of course. Okay. Oh. So places like Sask Power. Now, to be frank, that building does make things a little bit confusing mm-hmm. because of the electromagnetic radiation, which, as underground dwellers and humans, you probably can't see, okay. um, no. but we can. And so we're actually providing a service by protecting the people from that electromagnetic radiation Uh, um, with SAS power specifically. That is exactly what I was not expecting Mm -hmm. to hear. Yeah. At all. Definitely. Um, But what about City Hall? Like what what possible benefit could you could you have from hanging around City Hall like this? We we certainly find that baffling. I'm really not supposed to talk about it, but because I pity you, because you live underground, I will let you know that one of the jobs that ravens have, um, and we have had since the beginning of time, is to try to teach people the error of their hubris. Uh-huh. Or excessive pride, Ada, is what is what oh, that would be. Oh, okay. Right. And so we want to bring you down a notch when you're a little bit too high up. Now, living down here, right. you probably don't suffer from hubris at all. Maybe <laughs> fungus. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. So um, it's really, uh, again, another service that we're providing to the people of Regina, attempting to make sure that everybody within City Hall knows their place. Okay, I find that kind of ominous. Um does this mean that your purpose in being around City Hall is to like to to, to bring down the the, the prideful in, in, in the building? Yes. <laughs> oh dear. In in a nutshell, <laughs> nutshells, by the way, are delicious. <laughs> Case which living down here, you probably know. <laughs> I, I just want to clarify: we do not live underground; we work underground, and we work really hard all the time, and we can't get out. I see. And so, are you paid? Theoretically. Putatively. We are paid. We, Corvids, we Ravens, would call that living, not mm. working. I wouldn't call this living. <laughs> I mean, you've got some great fungus. We do. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a source of light, a source of food. A source of entertainment. I noticed that on the yeah. way down. And, and I noticed you've already helped yourself to the Beatles. 
Yes. <laughs> was I not supposed to? Were they for the mayor? <laughs> they were. We were we were fattening them up for him. <laughs> well, I'll I'll bring some things. Okay. Bring, bring for, some the, for the mayor. For the Just mayor. Bring some I'll grubs bring some or you know whatever right. it is ravens like. It's difficult to find grubs at this time of year, but mm. often there are delicacies that can be found in the Costco parking lot. Oh, uh, nice. Is that where you guys go during the day? Or whenever we please. Oh, sure. Oh. Right. Um, so, I, what would you bring for the mayor? <laughs> In the summer season, I would probably find the mayor uh, some peanut shells, um, possibly a hairball, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even the pages uh, torn from a magazine. I know the mayor likes to read. So, pages torn from a magazine, those adverts that fall out over the Reader's Digest, um, perhaps a coupon or a business card, which has fallen from someone's pocket. Those would be, I think, appropriate gifts for the mayor. Right. And this would all be prelude to bringing him low for his hubris. This would be all part and parcel, indeed. Yes. had, Had we any conviction that he did not suffer from hubris those gifts would possibly be shinier much I was, much i was going to say what about like small shiny objects we do tend to keep those for ourselves as they are far more valuable mm-hmm. um i've got one of my subjects from new orleans is very well endowed <laughs> with shiny objects i can only um, really imagine indeed and there's not not a lot of hubris down there no no mm. hubris up here what is it with ravens and shiny objects? Like, what is it that you guys get out of it? Because um, you don't, you guys don't use money. I don't think. Um, well, we don't need to. No, no, this is this is why we don't pay taxes. Um, it's because they're shiny, and I suspect there could be something lost in translation here between human eyes and superior Corvette eyes. But something that is shiny shines. It's it's glistens. It sparkles, and. This is a prize. Simply, simply put, humans have forgotten what it is to be amazed by the magic of something shiny. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Now, I heard from a scientist that I was quoting here. Quote: Ravens are like super dumb. Unquote. Uh, well, like that scientist super. must have been thinking about crows. That's what I thought. Yeah, or yeah. possibly grackles. Possibly Maybe a sparrow. Sparrows have yeah. tiny well, he, brains. He was pointing at a picture of a seagull. Yeah, that could be the first indication that that scientist was not bright. Another fact you might not know is that uh, the first scientists were, in fact, ravens. Really? What? Indeed. Get out. Indeed. I'm sure that you have heard the human fables of the Norse, the, the Norsemen, the Vikings. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, uh, the god Odin had advisors. His trusted advisors, Hunin and Munin, were thought and mind. And that, of course, translates directly to science. Huh. Mm-hmm. So without his two ravens, Odin was nothing is what you're saying. Oh, absolutely. He was just huh. a human. Huh. Yeah. Just With a, a fancy hammer. One-eyed, Very fancy hammer. One-eyed human. Uh, little known fact. Uh, he lost that eye in a bet. Oh, with his ravens. With his ravens. Mm-hmm. Really? Nice. Do not bet against the ravens. 
Now, I'm writing that down. Now you you say that they're scientists, but I've I've seen hundreds of ravens in my life, and none of them is wearing like a little lab coat. Oh well, again, <laughs> that's um, that's primarily a human affectation mm. because ravens have feathers. Right. It's much easier for us to repel any sort of noxious or toxic or odious substance, except mm. possibly for tar. Right. right. What if we set up a business of little tiny lab coats with with like holes for wings in like where you could exchange small shiny objects for them crows would love that yeah i don't really want the custom of crows i kind of want to get in a relationship like a, like an entrepreneurial relationship with ravens you you may want to consider uh something fluffy uh, something warm okay and and many more shiny things had you been talking gold lame we would be there hmm. Oh. What about slightly decomposed mice? Huh? No raven. No raven would turn up her beak oh. at a slightly decomposed mouse. There we go. They would dive right in. Cool. Okay. I think I think I've got the basis for. You've, you've got a booth for a the uh, farmers market. I, I do. Yes, yeah, a Corbett booth with like dead mice and shiny objects. Nice. Cool. Uh, so we are on uh, 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Uh, we're the Queen City Improvement Bureau, and we're talking to the Raven Queen. Uh, Raven Queen, you guys have been uh, in the downtown for a while now. Uh, so, what's what's your assessment? What's, what do you what do the Ravens think about life in the downtown? It seems very challenging for the humans. Um, the city has these things, and you've probably heard of them, even being down here as you are, called sidewalks. Yeah. Um, heard of sidewalks? Yeah, in the city it's kind of nominal, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in the downtown, what we've noticed over the past number of months is that these sidewalks build up with uh, snowy effluvia. Mm -hmm. And the snowy effluvia makes uh, trans transporting things across those sidewalks very difficult. Technical term is snow fluvia. Snow fluvia, of course. Yes, I, I wasn't sure if you knew the term. I didn't want to embarrass you. I understand. Yeah. So... Um, We've noticed that it's very awkward for humans to traverse the snow, the, the snow and the snow fluvia, mm -hmm. and that is quite shocking. I, I had thought that in cities, especially in the downtown, people would take better care of their of their roadways. I mean, for the vehicles, everything seems to be fine. There's 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 white and there's brown that they put on top of the the ice and the snow. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, not on the sidewalks. And so oh. we take one of one of the reasons one of the other reasons that we we do like to roost up on top of Sask Power is that it gives us a wonderful view of all of the humans falling <laughs> all over the city. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. It's, it's Netflix for for the corpus. <laughs> Netflix for. <laughs> Um, and how's the how are the pickings downtown? Like, uh, Aiden is a uh, he's a bit of a gourmand, a bit of a, a foodie, mm -hmm. um, and you know he's a, he's a fan of the many fine eating establishments downtown. How, how's the eating for the Ravens? It's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Every restaurant downtown has a dumpster. Every single human that uses those dumpsters misses. It's it's a, it's manna from heaven, really. Um, there's also a uh, number of coffee shops. And let me tell you, there's a lot that, some, that you can do with one of those coffee cups. <laughs> Humans are great at leaving that stuff out for us. We really appreciate it. Uh, excellent, try. excellent service that you do for us. Uh, so if you had to pick a best dumpster of the uh, Queen City? Oh, that's a tough one. You know, I'd have to go with Hotel Saskatchewan. 
Oh, really? Mm, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that just misses the mark in that dumpster. Hmm. It's great. Wow. That's that's good to know. Close close second would be the Burger King. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. And uh, I guess like my last question for you would be. Um, there's a new stadium. Why didn't you guys just fly a bit to the west and roost in there? Are you guys not such a fan? Have you seen it? Uh, maybe no. Have you seen it from the top? No. Oh, well, it looks not. very rude. Uh, also, it's. Um, it's roof I, I ready. I never noticed that. Sorry, it's roof ready. It's roof ready. Yeah. We're not roof ready. No. No, we're, we're roof optional. Okay. Uh, and we do prefer to be somewhere where there's just a little bit more freedom. Fair enough. Yeah. And it, frankly, it it's off-gassing. Why would you want to live somewhere that's off-gassing? Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot for coming in. Thanks for clearing all it's of this my up. It's uh, We really appreciate it. Yeah. Can you stick around for the rest of the meeting? Um, Absolutely, I can. Excellent. Yes, and thank you for the shiny bauble. Oh, hey, no problem. We have more. Ooh. Paper clips. Yeah. I've, I've taken me years to hoard those paper clips. Well, we're giving them to the guest. Give them away too much away. Anyways, moving along with the agenda. Yes. Uh, we are now moving on to innovative revenue tools. Don't, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. Innovative revenue tools. And I know, I know you've told this to me before. They're tools. I was, yeah, okay, they're tools. The, they're innovative. Sure, sure, I'll, I'll give you that. And then the... Um, revenue. The, what? Revenue. They generate revenue. What, what do? The tools. The innovative. Yeah, the oh, innovative. Oh, the innovative ones. revenue tools. Okay, yeah, sorry. We do it sorry. every single week. We've been away for a while. I can see why you might forget. Yeah, exactly. Um, you've gotten too deep in your executive time. I know. Yeah. yeah. I uh, myself out. This week's innovative revenue tool uh, is related to something that's going on right now, some like breaking news that's happening in the Queen City oh. about the rural municipality of Sherwood. That's okay. Now, we've talked about this before. The rural municipality of Sherwood has had some issues lately. Um, I've had a moment to uh, go over the whole long saga of it. Uh, currently, uh, Councillor uh, Tim Proby is in court on corruption charges. And uh, basically, uh, what's going on here is that uh, the rural municipality of Sherwood's current Reeve, Reeve is like a mayor for mm-hmm. a rural municipality, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Poisson, uh, we had a meeting with Tim Proby at a, at a donut shop. And Councillor Tim Proby, according to Jeff Poisson, Jeffrey Poisson, uh, proposed a vote swap at this meeting where Proby would vote in favor of a Suncourse truck stop development. Mm-hmm. And in uh, return, Poisson would uh, vote against a move by council to collect fees that Proby and some other councillors had incurred during the Barclay Inquiry. Wow, it's a good old-fashioned vote swap. Yeah. Nice. Now, that all, that does, that just, that's the tip of the iceberg to what's going on with the rural municipality of Sherwood and Tim Proby. Um, that, uh, that Barclay Inquiry, that was an investigation into how the previous Reeve, um, the Preve Reeve, yeah, the Preve Reeve, Mr. Eberly, 
Uh, he was caught out for conflict of interest. He was helping uh, shuttle through a project called Wiscona Village that would have been this huge residential development uh, just outside the Queen City in the Royal Municipality of Sherwood where uh, Kevin Eberly, the former Reeve, owned a whole bunch of land. Could have made $52 million, could that Kevin Eberly? Whoa. So the province kicked him off the board, off the uh, the council there. And then we get Jeffrey Poisson in. SJWs keeping business making their monies. No kidding. And, uh, yeah, um, Tim Proby was also involved in this. Proby, Eberly, a bunch of other councillors incurred a whole bunch of legal fees while this inquiry was going on mm. into the this miss, uh, what do you want to call it, this corruption. <laughs> and um, uh, the there was a, a bylaw passed to pay these counselors some money to to recompense recompense to cover their legal fees from the Barclay inquiry 50 grand a piece wait what yep and then the council came along and they're like whoa what were you people thinking and they decided to say they were like well, you guys have to pay that money back and then there was a bunch of votes on getting the money back from the councillors who were paid this $50,000 each. And Tim Proby was still on the council, and he didn't recuse himself from some of those discussions, and he was involved in some of the discussions around whether or not he should pay that money back. The province cried foul. There was an ombudsman report that said that Tim Proby had a conflict of interest, and therefore he could no longer be a councillor. Couldn't be a councillor for anywhere in any part of this province for 12 years. You may have noticed he's still a counselor at the Roman Spy. Yes, he refused last year. He refused to step down after the province told him he had to step down. That sounds probative. Yes, yes, it does. And uh, so the uh, Roman municipality is actually going to court to try and kick him off council. In the meantime, wow. he was voting against this Suncor tr truck stop and did this vote swap with the new Reeve, Jeffrey Poisson, in a donut shop. Very, very confusing. To top it all off, the new Reeve, his family owns the land that the truck stop would be on. So they stand to make a lot of money, but the new Reeve recused himself from those meetings. So there was nothing improper there. But this new Reeve recorded the conversation at the donut shop without telling Tim Proby. Oh. And then he took it to the RCMP. And that's where we are now. Wow. With this court case that's been going on over the last three days. Hmm. And final arguments were today. And uh, there will be a decision at some other point. Uh, Tim Proby denies any any wrongdoing in any of this. Um, anyways, back to the innovative revenue tool. Yes, I knew I knew it was coming around to that. Okay, first of all, it's a two-parter. Oh. It's a two-parter. First part, it's time for the city to take over the room in this valley. <laughs> Yeah, yes, think they clearly are just there's too much drama. Wow, for them to run their own council. But so they, they're, they're gonna they're gonna like start like a bank there and then yeah. just vote to rob the bank. Yes. This is what's going on. We have to stop that. So to, and you know the city could take it over. That would be great for us. Uh, second, um, we clearly as the Queen City Improvement Bureau, what we now have to do is we have to produce a 10-part Netflix series about the Roman municipality of Sherwood. Uh, and I want to call it, call it Sure Won't. <laughs> Will it be about Eberly and Proby starting like a prog rock band? No, 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 no. no. We just oh. tell the 
t- okay. tell the story as okay. it actually happened. And then we can, like, take all that money and reinvest it, maybe in taking over the RMS Sherwood. I think that's good. I think it would be a great 10-part Netflix. I mean, it might, the story might sag a little around, like, episodes 7 and 8, yeah. as is usual with Netflix shows. But it'll come to a great conclusion. It'll be better than freaking Defenders. Oh, that would not be tough. All right. Okay, if this doesn't catch on, I have another bunch of innovative revenue tools right now. Let's hear Hi, I'm local blogger Kenton DeYoung. Did you know the Hotel Saskatchewan was built to be self-sustaining? Upon construction, it had its own fire department, its own water source, and its own furnace. No matter what happened outside the hotel, the building would survive any storm. The Hotel Saskatchewan had guests such as Queen Elizabeth II, John Bon Jovi, Paul McCartney, Bill Clinton, and the Canadian Prime Minister. The room they all stay in, the Royal Suite, is the only room with bulletproof windows. It's a Regina fact. You'll find more Regina facts on my blog, KentonDeYoung.com. And every week on the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio. And we're back from Innovative Revenue Tools. Wow. And a City of Regina fact with Kenton DeYoung. Right. And, and? Which reminds me, I have a Kenton DeYoung fact. Well, let's hear it. Uh, it may interest you to know that Kenton DeYoung, as we have encountered him, is a recording Really? Yes. Kenton DeYoung actually lived in the 1950s, and he recorded his image at everything he said. Huh? And they played it back at twice the speed now. Wow. Yes. That's great. We sh- <laughs> I'm struck dumb <laughs> by that Kenton DeYoung fact. All right. Move Thank on. you very much. All right. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, we have a, we have another guest down here, along with uh, the, the Raven Queen. Ah! This Wait. one seems human, though. Yeah, this one looks very human. Much to the Raven Queen's disappointment. Yeah, sorry, Raven Queen. We have Angela Redekop. Hello. A, an actual improvement vector. Mm-hmm. That would be me. Yeah. It's great to have you back. Thank you. You're one of our earliest improvement vectors, if I recall. I came back to collect a second signature on my sig- certificate. <gasps> oh, really? There's only one? There's only one. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Do you know which one of us didn't sign? I can't remember. Oh, no. I can't remember. <laughs> I hung it up with pride on my on my wall of certificates. Oh. Really? Yeah. You have, you have like That's the whole so nice. wall Thank dedicated you. to... That and the... Citizens Police Academy certificate that I got last year. Sweet. Oh, you great. did the Citizens Police Academy. I did. <laughs> that is so cool. It was super fun. It yeah. was super fun. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. To anybody. Huh. Yeah. And any citizen can do it. Anybody. You yeah. just have to provide an application and there's there's often like a waiting list that fills up for fairly quickly. It's a lot of prospective police officers. Huh. However, regular folks like myself can participate. Huh. Nice. Did you get to arrest any perps? No. Uh, I got to shoot a gun, though. Oh. I got to go to the gun range. And a Glock? A Glock. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, Glock. I, think, I think that's the... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 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 just watch it's a Smith yeah. & Wesson. I think it's... I think... I can't... Oh, I can't remember. But it was super fun, and I got to pick the target that I shot at. Wow. Who, who'd you pick? Uh, the, the general... The the retro criminal nice with the really amazing like the glasses were huge 
And so, was he like, wearing like a striped shirt? Yeah. So like yeah. a hipster, in other words. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's back. Everything old is new again, right? No, there you go. Yeah. So. Did you get to dust for fingerprints? We learned about that stuff. Did you? We that did. Is so awesome. Yeah, it was it was fascinating. They take you mm. through all the different areas of of the stuff that they do and. Neat. Did you go to like a lab with a DNA sample and they said come back in two weeks and you came back like two weeks later and they said oh it got lost. If and it was if it was actually true to life, I think it would like be come back in six months, come back in a year, <laughs> because they send that stuff quite far away and. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cool. But that's not why we have you here. No. No, nope, you were not. here last time in 2016 to talk about the Shift to Reason conference. I was, yes. And I hear you are organizing for Shift to Reason too. Yes, yes. That is so cool. We are, it's we are. Shifty. <laughs> shift. More reasonable. Too shifty to reason. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. That's that's what it's going to be. Reason with a Z. Nice. Yeah, because you got to, you know, and the and the font is going to be really like edgy and, wow. you know. Just to reach out to those hipsters. I'm just going to get this out of the way and say reason to electric boogaloo. Thanks. Before, before. Had to. Like, yes. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, we'd, just, we'd spend the whole time just like trying not to say it. I'm sure it's our Twitter okay. mentions right now are just filled up with people going, Twitter, electric boogaloo. Electric, why is it electric boogaloo? <laughs> is that what Twitter sounds like? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. reads tweets. <laughs> That's a new segment for you guys. We're totally I think seriously. I like this. Add that to your agenda. <laughs> um, it's been two years. Yes. Maybe you should cover what is the Shift to Reason Conference. Well, the Shift to Reason Conference is basically a conference where a bunch of people get together and listen to speakers that have a skeptical perspective on various things. The last, the first conference that we did was. Um, heavily attended by cis white males and um it was good we had one female speaker and it was well two including one i was one of the other speakers but um it was good we had lots of people we we broke even a lot of conferences don't hmm. um you don't go into that thinking that you're going to make large amounts of money so um in that way it was a, it was a success but there's been a bit of a a sea change if you will in the skeptic air quotes community slash movement and it's kind of been it parallel to the hashtag me too and the mm -hmm. the need to politely ask white men to just listen and as a woman who is a part of a podcast that is has a skeptical slant um and i guess is kind of by default an activist or whatever um it's time to to listen to other people like we don't it's it's hard to to want to connect with people and i think what we want to do with this new conference this next conference if we can raise some more funds is have a more a much more diverse group mm -hmm. of speakers to cover a better range of issues and we want to uh yeah we want to we want to listen to more people and educate ourselves as well as our community oh at at the risk of um 
perhaps overgeneralizing a bit, uh, a lot of the sort of skeptics that I've known tend to run towards the Dawkin-esque uh, is the best way to put it. I mean, there are, there are a lot of cis... Dock in the metal band, bands. right? What's that? Dock in the metal band? Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How'd you just, know? Just wanted to clear that up. They're, they're Thank like you. rocking with Good, Richard thanks. Dawkin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody needs to write this stuff down. Should it be us? Um, anyway. They also gravitate towards the the Sam Harrises and the Dan the Sam, Dennett's and yes. the and the Hitchens, um, the well actuallys of the yes of yes, the and they call those people the Sam Harris, Dan Dennett, and Hitchens and Dawkins. They are the four horsemen. <laughs> That's what they call them, and oh, okay. but they're all white dudes, and uh, it's it's kind of I mean. As a baby skeptic, as a, as a baby skeptic, I watched that stuff quite a bit because there weren't a lot of other voices out there for me to to connect with and listen to. So um, as I become more aware of what's out there, I realize there's so many other people that aren't white and aren't male, and we need to listen to them too. Hmm. Um, I know it's early days. Mm -hmm. for the organizing for you guys. Yes. But do you have some names in mind? Because I, I do think that when people hear it, so like, and I should like clear up for anybody who's listening that uh, the skepticism you're talking about is not, you're not the people who are skeptical of the government's explanation for mm -hmm. UFOs. You're skeptical of the actual UFOs. Yes. And right. we're skeptical of naturopathy and we're skeptical of um, various um, the, the people that believe that the earth is flat or skeptical of um, organized religion as a reasonable way to do things. And we're skeptical of um, church and state being in, in bed together, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And we're skeptical of those things. We want to... Uh, and we're skeptical of, of some of the science that's out there. We want to teach our kids critical thinking skills and things like that. Right. So do you have any speakers in mind, people you would really hope that you could uh, bring here for this conference? Um, early, early days. Um, some of the people, actually, your listeners may not be aware of them, but Callie Wright is one of, she's a, a trans podcaster. She has a podcast called The Gaytheist Manifesto. Oh. And uh, she's a fantastic human and a lover of Star Trek. <laughs> and uh, she is, is currently learning Klingon, but she's also a really magnetic, really fascinating, really um, easy to connect with kind of a person. And we want to bring her here um, because we, like, she just she's a cool cool lady yeah. and uh mandisa thomas lives in georgia i believe and she is one of the founders of the black non-believers and uh it's an interesting um perspective because because their history is is so intertwined with religion and so she has she's a really good speaker and really interesting to listen to as well initially like those people have both expressed an interest in coming to our fair, teeny tiny city if we were to have a conference. <laughs> so, yeah, it's those. Those are the first couple people, and like we want to have as like I don't know how many men we're gonna have. Hopefully, lots in the audience. But right, yeah, those are two that come to my brain at first. Yeah, this. Um 
The fracturing that's happened in the skeptic and the atheist, like the organized skeptic, organized atheist community, um, that was that, that was starting to happen kind of in a big way the last time that you were on. Um, it got really, really toxic. Mm -hmm. um, and there were uh, one, one of the sort of, oh, by the way, we're on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. And we are the Queen City Improvement Bureau talking to Angela Redekop from the Shift to Reason conference. Um, one of the things that happened, there was like the, the famous story of within the community of like there was a blogger and podcaster, Rebecca Watson, who, you know, made a, com a offhand comment in a YouTube video about, you know, dudes, you know, don't try to pick up women at three o'clock in the morning when they're clearly tired in an elevator. And this turned into a, a torrent, a, a, a tsunami of hate and like bile that, that, you know, that was inflicted upon her and this 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 predates me too by a long time it does and that created these like ripples that went through the entire community mm -hmm. um well, i mean if, if you can't corner exhausted women like in an elevator like when can you corner them i think it was the right. question they were i think that right. was actually yeah. the question yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like well we're how are you supposed to, to get some yeah, exactly. if you don't go about it that way yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, the struggle like is real. The struggle yeah. is real. Yeah. It's it's as a female, as a woman who who is in the movement, I think I've I've struggled I've become more cynical and more apathetic about connecting with people. And it's really frustrating to have to persevere and I know that I should as reluctant as I am sometimes because of the of the seeming defense that a lot of the prominent male podcasters and male activists and male speakers just gather around the people that are accused um and there's a laundry list i mean there's a laundry list in in the greater the greater atmosphere of of society and but there's a laundry list in the skeptic movement and it's frustrating when somebody a podcaster that you admire that you listen to a lot is, is you know having this person who's been accused of of rape and sexual assault and they're just you know treating them as though nothing is wrong and they're not holding their feet to the fire like John Oliver did with Dustin Hoffman and mm. and they're not like what what gives and and it's just really frustrating as somebody who like I want to foster community. I want to try and herd the stinking cats that that are the atheist slash skeptic <laughs> movement, and it's just really, really frustrating and discouraging to have to to have to navigate that stuff. Mm -hmm. One of the things you also saw, though, is that uh, these were these movements are populated by a lot of uh, young and not so young white men mm -hmm. uh, who will respond to situations like this with a, well, what about this situation? I will pose a hypothetical for you, and this proves my point. Aha! Therefore, there is no sexism in, a, in here. We're just here for talking about not God. <laughs> um, yes. How... How is how's the response been to you guys trying to strike out and do a conference that uh, is explicitly taking the this whole open wound in the community on? I'd be lying if I said it wasn't challenging because our goal is f 
to raise $5,000 to make deposits on a venue and start to book travel. And we've raised so far $955. And since October? Since, yeah, since the initial beginning of the campaign. And I suspect that, I mean, Social Justice Warrior is used as a pejorative by mostly right-leaning people, but also some left lefties, so to speak, and I think we're seen as just being big babies and freaking out, and we've, we've kind of taken a bit of a hard line on, yeah, we are social justice warriors, I guess. Um, to like, We want people to be happy, and we want people to be healthy, and we want people to be well-adjusted, and I think because we've we've almost embraced that term there's those people that that have stepped away from supporting us and hmm. i i suspect it will be more challenging to organize this kind of a conference because we want to connect with a greater obvi- audience and and connect with with visible minorities and connect with people that that we haven't heard from yet because we've heard from the white men a lot <laughs> and we want to hear other perspectives it's so yeah i think that's that's why it's been as challenging as it has what if what if you instead of calling yourself social justice warriors called yourselves special snowflakes special yes. as in you don't melt that's yeah made of i don't know whatever the great wall is made of Sterner stuff. Yeah. Sterner stuff. Could be White Walkers. <laughs> Somehow. That's right. The Night King. Maybe he can get on our side. Hey, that'd be nice. He's got a... He looks like a skeptic. A, yeah. Totally. But he's so white. He's so white. But he's got a band of, of merry misfits and giants and... That's true. He's got a sweet yeah. dragon. Yep. I don't know. Maybe we could get them on our side. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be so cool. You'd have no trouble raising your five grand if you had I, I would think so. Maybe yeah. Draw. Yeah, maybe the maybe the Ravens can help us. <laughs> you're um you're part of the larger uh skeptic and uh, atheist community here in the Queen City. Yes. You do the brainstorm podcast. Yes. How has the support been locally for this idea? Uh locally it's been pretty good. Um, Corey Johnson is is the the main guy at Brainstorm Podcast, and he he puts his own money in all the time. He he bends over backwards to to support the podcast and support the conference. And he's he he believes very strongly that you know it's it's something that's worth doing. And locally, we have, I mean, the studio where we record, Roman Empire Studios. He's an awesome guy that just lets us come and hang out at his studio for a few hours every couple weeks and you know Center for Inquiry Regina has been helpful too and we had a a live recording of a podcast at the Festivus dinner a couple years back and uh, that's actually how I got involved with the Brainstorm podcast but uh, it's, it's been good like say what you will as herding cats can be frustrating but but i've been i've been really happy and thankful to to find interesting and 
good people to to connect with in this community. Have you faced any other um, sort of less positive responses to what you guys are doing? Definitely. Oh, really? I'm, and people online are jerks as a rule. Yeah. Because they're not sitting across a table yeah. from you so they can say whatever they want to without feeling too terrible about it. We've been accused of being snowflakes um, and special. and special. Snowflakes. Special. Like nobody else, snowflakes. <laughs> completely 100% unique. And I don't know. I think it's kind of frustrating. Like, just like women get made fun of when they have, you know, when they when they freak out about something and somebody's just like, oh, are you on your period? You know, <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's like just because we're outraged about people being jerks to each other doesn't mean that you can just completely ignore us. Yeah. I mean, yeah, negative emotions can be hard to accept, but this is how we feel this about about the community that we live in. Yeah, and you know. They're terrible at coming up with pejoratives. Social justice warrior, special snowflake. I mean, I know yeah. this has been said before, but yeah. these really aren't that bad. Like, you know, they could have come to us. I could come up with pejoratives. Heck yeah. Booger butt. Nice. Right? Deal with it. Wow. Deal. Right. Wow. Exactly. What would what, what the SJWs do being called a booger butt? They yeah. probably like... They curl up like a special snowflake. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, we we just gave the gamer gators like another tool. Of their <laughs> Don't arsenal. even say their name. I know, like it's like a magic spell. You feel like yeah. it's going to invoke them to just sort of materialize. Don't say it three yeah. times. Oh, don't look at the mirror. <laughs> oh my god, I want to make this horror movie. <laughs> just be called GG because you can't say it. It yes. is. Yeah. Like like a trilby, like a, like a blank face with a trilby would just like come out of the mirror at you. Well, actually. Uh, is that yeah. like the Tribble, the fuzzy things from Star Trek? The Tribble is like a fedora. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Actually, when you say Speaking fedora, of fedoras. you probably mean a Trilby. Oh, yes. Isn't that the hat of the men's rights movement? Yeah. <laughs> it is, very much. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, who, how many people are involved in organizing right now? Are you out there on your own, or do you have like a bunch of people? With I'm you? definitely not the at the helm. Corey Johnson is the main guy, um, and then there's me, and then there's there's a few other people who are also involved with CFI Regina. Um, cool. So we're just out there. We have a Facebook page, Shift to Reason Conference on Facebook, and uh, that's that's mainly where we get stuff out to people. Corey is is also providing stuff through the Brainstorm Podcast Facebook page too. So okay. that's that's where people can find us if they're so interested in seeing what we're all about. So they can just like Google Brainstorm Podcast yep. and Google Shift to Reason. Yeah. Cool. Um and you know if you're looking for I know we're white dudes, but if you're looking for speakers, personally I'm very skeptical of uh minimum parking requirements. Hey, I would I mean there will be intermissions there will be things that people need to listen to while they're eating their their soup and sandwich. So I could like come and, and just like corner some people and oh. talk to them about. We really don't need to make people have so much parking in front of their buildings. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm Absolutely. Sc- I'm kind of skeptical of quicksand. I don't think nearly as many people have died in quicksand as like 70s TV has like taught me. 
if you want, you can rent a table and you can have a, a threefold brochure to hand out to people. I love this idea. About your skepticism wow. of quicksand. And I mean, minimum parking really requirements. Nice. I mean, let's let's have a local because we want to bring people in, right? We want it to be relevant. Mm -hmm. That's relevant. That cool. is. All right. Thanks a lot for coming, Angela. I'm sorry, I have to end it. That's okay. We the time <laughs> is running you. out. The time locks will open, and that's our only chance to get out. <laughs> well, your only chance. <laughs> that's right. You're stuck here. Yeah, we got so much paperwork to do now. Yeah, so many improvements to file. Yeah, but we first we have to call adjournment. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll call for adjournment. Okay. I will second that motion. Okay. In motion is carried. The meeting is over. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM, CJTR Regina Community Radio. Our guests tonight have been the Raven Queen <laughs> and Angela Redekop. No, no, she, she doesn't call like a raven. Okay, that, that, that's fine. Uh, of uh, Shift to Reason and Brainstorm podcast. Uh, you can find us at uh, cjtr.ca slash podcasts or you can listen to us live on the site. Also, we have our own website, queencityquinbureau.com. Uh, Is it that? queencityib.com. Also on Twitter, queencityib, and on Facebook, wherever Facebook people go. Uh, also, we can find us on iTunes. Rate us, love us, review us. We need it. Uh, yeah, coming up next, we've got the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by the cockpit, and then the melt. Keep on improving, Regina.